In this time with teachers being the backbone of the society, there has been a great app that was created for opportunities for teachers to become their own bosses by making their own hours and pay rates. This app allows teachers to tutor remotely from anywhere on any subject from kindergarten to college level with a three simple step process of downloading the Reach One app, creating a profile and beginning just that simple. Teaching shouldn't be limited from just a classroom or a tutoring should feel like overtime. Come create new opportunities with the Reach One app. It is available on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Don't limit yourself. What's going on, world? It's your favorite podcast in the whole wide world, Dad Zombies, with your host, Ken, and my co-host. Bear with the beard. Bringing you another edition of Dad Zombie, the podcast, Dad Zombie. And what, should we just say we're just going to take over Texas? Let's just start locally. So, you know, this is definitely, speaking about taking over, Ken, can you please run them through uh, tur- campaign Turn On Your Dad Zombie real quick? Okay, since we have so many questions about how do you get the notifications, because our beautiful listeners, y'all are out there listening each and every weekend, but we have questions every week of how do the notifications come to my phone. So I'm going to give y'all a quick five-step uh, tutorial on how to get the notification on. So this is the first thing you're going to do. I can only speak for iPhone users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you got Android, no no, no offense or nothing. But yeah. you know, but I'm pretty you sure don't... you can follow these same steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you will go is to your uh, phone settings. You will go to your phone settings, and then you will go down to podcast. Uh, once you click podcast, there should be a button that says notifications. Uh, you will click the notifications button, and if you are all the way down, it says podcast notifications. Once you click that, it will take you to the podcast uh, page. And there, there are tabs where you need to make sure the tabs are green on that zombie. And you click done, and it's done. And it's done. Green green is good. Green is good. Green, <laughs> green is, is good. But we appreciate all our listeners each and every week that y'all tune in, tap in, and support us, whether y'all share us. Um, whether y'all share us, uh, DM us, um, listening, y'all sending us to your friend, your family, your cousins, all the people that listen to us, we appreciate you that, and from Dad Zombie, and from me, I know, personally, I like to appreciate y'all, because we at Dad Zombies like to have an organic, uh, audience, and that's what we have here. Yeah, like you said, green is good organic is green and uh we're gonna get this show on the road make sure y'all go ahead and follow your boy at bear and beard on instagram facebook tiktok i'll be tiktoking it up so make sure y'all go ahead and support your boy there and also go to www.bearandbeard.club roll it it's a new year and with that comes with new year's resolution eating right exercising and just all around health bear and beard got you covered when it comes to beard oil being all natural with its most requested Arctic E formula and a signature white bottle that gives you them good vitamins and nutrients, not only for your beard, but for your skin as well. And for people like me who are in the armed forces who have to stay clean shaven all the time, this is a great product. With argan oil, hemp seed, and more essentials just like it, this is a guaranteed product of satisfaction. To get your beard oil or other hair essentials, go to www.bearinbeard.club and also go follow on all social media platforms at Bearinbeard. That's B-E-A-R-I-N-B-E-A-R-D. How was your week over there, my boy? Oh, bro. It's, it's, it's decent. It's decent. I'm getting back, you know, kind of in the flow of things, you know, with the the holidays and my girl being home. I kind of threw my son out of his, you know, his normal schedule. But, you know, now we back in synchronicity. And, yeah, man, just working hard, hardly working, just doing a little, little bit no, of everything. It's, it's either one or the other. It's either <laughs> one or the other. I don't know, man. When I get to the weekends, bro, I don't be trying to do nothing. Nothing. I understand that. That's the unwind time, man. I understand that. That's the good part about, you know, being an entrepreneur. You can kind of base your, your make your own schedule and stuff like that. But at the same time, you do need to make sure that you are productive at all times. Yeah. Whether you doing stuff for yourself, 
whether you're doing stuff for the family around the house, you got to make sure it's productive because especially having a family dog, you got to make sure everything is running smooth because what we said last time, like the women, when they try to go out, it just leaves their mind. We, we got to make sure. We just got to make sure that everything is still, even when we check out mentally, we got to make sure the house is good. Yeah, man. How was your week? Uh, my week is pretty good. This is my first week back uh, in school. I am a student now. Okay. Um, the way you're a so, student, you you're in the armed forces. You you got your own business, and you're a full time dad. Yeah, man. When you say it like that, it sounds like a lot. Yeah. No, I take it's that a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Cause matter of fact, this past week, man. I had been so used to being at home, on, you know, on the break because I had, you know, was at home for a while. And uh, this past week when school started, I'm like, man, I'm never at home. Like, I'm at home, but it's like I'm in and out. I'm in yeah. and out. And uh, I'm taking a leadership course for ROTC. So not only is that a class in itself, I actually have extra stuff that I have to do for that class that doesn't, you know, require just classroom time. It's, I actually have PT three times mm. a week. So I have to be up at four fifty every morning. Nice, nice. So that's getting me back in the hang of things. So I got early mornings, late nights. It's gonna pay and off though. Yeah, trust me. Definitely my body is feeling it. Yeah, my body is feeling it, but it's all good. Uh, oh. so we got a uh, random news this week. <laughs> that <laughs> we got some... You think we should probably continue make this a segment? <laughs> Just random, random news. We well, random news. It has nothing to pertain to this topic. Nothing to that, do with the topic at all. Just, but, just uh, random. It, my it, boy it, had told me about a, a celebrity mm-hmm. sleeping with another celebrity that I thought was very hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we decided that we we're going to share that <laughs> with our audience. So, in random news, did y'all know that Wendy Williams slept with Method Man? <laughs> That's like, like that shit odd, is. That's like an odd couple together. That is random as bro. Think about it like this. And she broke down the story. She said, "Yeah, you know, we was at we was at a club, and you know, I went over to his section, and I had my blunt. He had his. I think his weed was a little bit better." <laughs> she said, "You know, we were drinking, and uh, and then they started shooting, and after the they shoot, started shooting." <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what type of club was y'all in as Hollywood stars that they start shooting like that? I guess they're in New York. I think they, they live in New York. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, it's rough around that bit. <laughs> but yeah, so she was like, they started shooting after the shooting. She looked at him, he looked at her, and she was like, you know, come back to my place. And she, you know, she brought him back. She said, I'm gonna follow you. So he followed him in the car, and she said, next thing you know, she was giving a nigga a bath. She was giving him a bath. So, like, he was in the tub and she was mm. rubbing his back. Yep. Wow. You know, that kind of sounds groupie-ish to me. Uh, she I, was in his section. I don't know. She said they was She said they was really, really drunk. I was like, yeah. Can, can celebrities be groupies? Hell Is yeah. Is it possible? Yeah. All the time. Everybody got everybody I think there's a fine line. I think there's a fine line. Because a groupie in my eyes is something that I guess, I guess, because I was going to say a groupie has something to gain from it. Uh, they have nothing really to bring to the table. Um, so, yeah, they just, bro, they just two adults fucking. That was it. Yeah. It's just the just a weird, weird yeah. couple to, that you wouldn't see, uh, you know, together. But let's move into this little quick draw. All right. It's and you know you a music person is I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you this because I talked about it with my barber the other day. Um, if you could put any two artists that wouldn't normally ever be on a song together and put them on a song together, who would it be? Oh, this is a good one. So you know one is gonna be in in rap. So I'm gonna go with. Young Thug. Okay. And mm. Elton John. What? 
Young Thug and Elton John. Wow, was not expecting that. <laughs> Young At Thug all. and Elton John. At and you all. know what's crazy about that? Uh, I was watching an interview with Young Thug, and he was like, uh, they was at a party in, I think, Las Vegas or something like that. And he didn't expect him to know him. Like, you know, Young Thug knew Elton John. You know, mm-hmm. Elton John is an OG in the music industry. And Elton John came up to him and was like, man, I love your music. Hmm. And then uh, when he said that, I, I think he said, uh, we should, you know, do something together. I don't know if they're going to work together, collab on something, or actually. But that was something I was like, I wonder what that would sound like. Because to be honest and real, you know, people can say whatever they want about Young Thug as far as his style. But he was, to me, like the newer version of Lil Wayne. He was a whole new innovator in hip-hop. Like, he brought a whole new element because people talk about it, but at the same time, he sell. Yeah. He's a big influencer. And I, I think my uh, my two, I think why I'm, why I'm saying my two, think about your two r and B. I'm going to ask okay. you, give me two R&B as well. But I think the two rappers that I brought to the table and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, I kind of want to change it now that you said Elton John. Uh, it's going to be far left, far left. But uh, Big Crit and Phil Collins. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what I told my barber, though, was I said um, T Grizzly and Young Dolph. T Grizzly. I think that's doable. Though. I think that's more realistic. I mean, they just come from two different areas, but I could just see them, you know, on a track together because they both got gritty style. You know, they rap styles is different. Hey. Yeah, yeah, but T Grizzly, he ride a beat, but they got off cadence too. But you got to think about Big Sean too. Big Sean rap, you know, form the same way in that Detroit sense. They rap like that. And yeah, he's on the beat with a bunch of people. That's what I'm saying. He's already, you know, been, I've already thought about him. But who would you think about for, for R&B? Like, if you could put R&B. any two R&B artists on the track. Um, I like this new one. Uh, His name is Javonchi. Javon? Javon? G-I-V-O-N. It's like a italics on top of I know of what you're talking about. Him and... The second one, because I don't know if I want to go another male or another fe- or with a female. Uh, well, mine's is, mine's is, it's, it's killer. It's, <laughs> it's going to have somebody have some children. <laughs> Can I say R. Kelly, dog? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, bro, you didn't get the memo? Bro, listen. We as a black collective have canceled that young man. Bro, give me another R and B artist. Oh my God, bro! That's the, the Godfather. Oh, the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'll let you keep it. You, it's, this your, that's your list. That's your list. Mine's, and that's why I said this one going. This was, this is some baby making music, but Jaquees and Janae Aneko. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's what baby about, making. Damn. Because, bro, when I think of R&B, bro, and this goes into our topic when we talk about uh, what we're going to talk about, especially as our morals as man, what we stand on. Um, because it's 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 a com- conflicting thing. When I think of R&B, I think of, you you think of the pioneers like R. Kelly, Keith Sweat, mm-hmm. uh, Gerald Laver. You think mm-hmm. of those heavy hitters. And it's kind of hard not to say that name, dog. It is. It is. It is when you it think is. about the Godfather, so when you think about the Godfather of Soul, you think about uh, James, James Brown, Brown. Godfather See? of Pop, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> See, same thing. <laughs> I'm thinking of the same thing. Okay, like, and it's Godfather of Hip Hop. Dang, Ken. <laughs> Godfather Hip Hop. Run DMC. Okay, I was going to say Big Daddy Kane. It was, you know, them up north. Because I, I ain't want to say uh, Jay-Z. And into unpopular opinion, I'm not a big, big fan of Jay-Z. Like, I would not put him in my top 
tier rappers. Like top five, me personally, I wouldn't. Okay, this about to, we about to segue this whole conversation. <laughs> nah, all right. So I need you, I need you to really like. You, it's got to be quick though. I need you to give me your top ten list of rappers in no particular order. Top I, ten. I, I just okay. need top ten. Okay. I need top ten. No particular. I said top order. five. He wouldn't be in my top five. Okay, but I need a top ten from you now because now I'm questioning your music ability. So. Go ahead, give me a top ten. Roll through it real quick. Okay, of course, Lil Wayne. One. I'm gonna go with Starlito, Don Trip, two, Big Crit, three, uh, Scarface, four, um, Drake, five, um, I say Jay Z, six, um, Tupac, seven, Biggie, eight. Did I say Big Crit already? Yeah. Uh. Eight. Come on. And come on. no, I'm on. I got one more. Oh. Uh. Fuck. Damn, my last one is kind of hard. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that last one is kind of hard. Anybody. I get nine. I get nine. I can't think. Of Damn, one. it could have been J Cole. It could have been Kendrick. J Cole. J Cole. Why could not think of that? His name. Okay. J Cole. J Cole. It was. It's a decent list. I would just say that I can tell where a lot of your music influence comes from. The south. The south. You have a. You have yeah. a south. A southern ear. Yeah. And so, I'm not and, and the thing and the thing is one thing I do like about and you know a lot of people don't know about Don Tripp and Starlito, they're lyrical. Like uh J. Cole is lyrical. Like I like lyrical artists. I've just never been a big fan of like up north. Like I like South and I like West Coast. That those are my two biggest uh coasts that I like as far as genres of music. Yeah, my mine's would be my list is a little bit different. Honorary YG. Wow. And Nipsey. Wow, honorary. I wouldn't even put him in honorary. That's wow. Okay, cool. We'll keep it moving. That's my list. <laughs> Just said you left off a lot of good people, bro. That's the that's the hard part. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say watch this. Watch Eminem. This. No, no, no. Watch this. Say, watch this. Watch, watch. Wayne. Okay. Currency. Okay. Uh, Andre Three K. Uh, Kanye West, Drake, mm. uh, Wale, nigga, sleep on him. Everybody sleep I'm, on. I, I'm Pe- with you. I'm with you. People, I'm with you. people. But this is the thing. People don't know old Wale. Wale was spitting bars yeah. when he was like all before nothing. All about nothing. All, all about nothing. A hundred miles and running. Shit. Uh, how many more I got? Who's that? Six. I think you're like eight. Six, seven, eight. Six. Um, Just give me three more. Three more. Mm. Just off of just because his sound and his, like, Kevin Gates. I'm going to throw him in there. Yeah, yeah. Big Gates. Uh, Two more. I'm trying to grab somebody from the West Coast. Uh, Snoop. <laughs> Snoop, <laughs> I'm gonna just give it to Snoop off for just like pure OG, OG respect. <laughs> and who else? Nipsey. Got one more. I was gonna try and keep it, you know, people still in the industry right now. Cause you name it Tupac and Biggie. It's like, you know, kind of wasted too, but. No, I and I and I honestly I I mean music still lives on, on but yeah, yeah and I and I, and I'm like not one of them people. Like I don't say people that I don't listen to. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say Jay-Z. I listen to the 444. Yeah, I got knowledge from that, but I wouldn't back listening to the blueprint. Like I that just I just didn't relate to that. You get what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Um I listen to Wale. I do yeah, I I slept on that one. I slept on that one. I listen to Kanye. But it's some people that I just don't listen to. And that's just, I'm just not keen to them like that. So my I feel like everybody lists is different. And I think this is why it's always an ongoing argument when it comes to music. Because mm-hmm. everybody has a different opinion. Uh, Like mine might be biased to the South. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. I'm from the South. Yeah. 
you'll get people from the north who all they they, they don't Jada they won't even fabulous. know who these southern rappers yeah. are. Jada Kid's fabulous. Uh, all these northern rappers and it's like, bro, you ain't never heard of Big Crit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that'll be my ten. Crit shit. Yeah, it's it's like dog. It, it, these rappers do go hard down. It's 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 so many people dog. It's so many people. That's but let's get rappers. into the. Let's get into the actual topic, though. Uh, when I was talking about the conflict of inf- interest when I was talking about R. Kelly, because I know, especially as being fathers and just men, uh, some things we just not going to stand for, as, you know, that another man is going to do, uh, especially if we consider them to be as a friend, such as pedophilia. So, like, if I found out that my friend or whatever was messing with little kids, whether it was boys or girls, I would have to stop that friendship. And I think uh, in our, what is it, in our generation, mm-hmm. we have this, like, big thing on loyalty, like, man, this is my day one, this is my day one. Well, we overlook a lot of times of the big things. Like, we get everybody has shortcomings. Yeah. But at the same time. Some things you just can't overlook. Yeah, like, what are you going to like if if he is over here playing with little kids at on on at nighttime, like I'm still supposed to condone it. Nah, I don't, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm, you know, and everybody, you know, it's a it's a circle. I would say, because you know, you got that's like a circle. It's like, oh, if I found that out, like nigga, I don't nothing to do with you. That's it. Like don't nothing. I don't care how long we've been friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, then it's like the other circle. It's like okay. You know, you got your your partners that they cheat on their girl. It's like okay, you know, I know a circle to put you. It's like I, <laughs> I don't want to say I understand sometimes, but it's like you know, um, I know who that person is. So like, I'm not going to. That's a different type of circle. Then you got your circle of, and I'm you know I don't I don't I can't think I know anybody, but you know people that don't take care of their kids. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times that's you know deadbeats, deadbeats. Um, then you got you know your your woman beaters, you mm-hmm. that's another circle. Then you got your, I mean, I think that's pretty much you know the general senses of what you know people go through in terms of you know, some I always lying about because you know, we're in the age of social media, people lie about like we have friends or people mm-hmm. that we know of that are post this, that, and other. And we like, bro, you don't live like that. Mm-hmm. And I can't constantly, especially growing up in living in an age where we know right from wrong like we're we're older we're in a sense of knowing right from wrong we know like dog it's hard out here so i don't have to fake and fraud everything that i'm doing so to you to continuously do that who are you trying to impress you're trying to trick yourself because at the same time dog i know i know what bills look like mm-hmm. <laughs> i know you, you you live in couch to couch dog so why is you uh portraying this type of character that you not and i'm trying to live in a better realm and i'm trying to move and elevate myself and i can't elevate myself yeah that's you know and i I tell you this you know people who know me um know that i don't pop out much and if i pop out it's because i love you (laughs) but other than that i'm not popping out that's just me like even you know High school, college, whatever it may be, is you you're not finna catch me just on the scene because personally, you know, I feel like I haven't earned it yet, right? So a lot of times it's, you know, me, I have I set a high expectation for myself and I set a high expectation for the people around me. And that's why I said you, you know, you put your people in these different circles and these different pockets, you know, based off of, you know, their character. Um, but like you said, it's certain things, it's like a no negotiation. Uh, certain things, you know, I could definitely overlook and, you know, still kick it with you. But, you know, those non-negotiables, that's, you know, it is what it is. Um, but on the positive side of things, you also have your friends that are, you know, in these your, your wealth building circles. You got your friends that, you know, you talk about old memories with. You got your friends that, you know, that you, you know, y'all look to invest in um, or business ideas or, you know, your networking friends. Like, it's, there's different pockets, you know, um, but knowing... The ones that's serious about it, because you can have these conversations with anybody, 
and they tell me, hell yeah, we should go in. And I'm, I'm going to get a Negro conversation about this. Hell yeah, man, I know we can uh, put some money into this, and we can just go uh, go in together on this. Now, look, and I'm going to tell y'all from personal experience, dog, if it ain't in writing, it ain't real. If it ain't on paper, it ain't real. Let me ask you this, and you could tell you could be very candid with the listeners. I talked to you about you know the business idea we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. What what I send you? Yeah, you sent me a whole proposal, like a whole a PowerPoint. PowerPoint. It, I would have like forty some slides. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like you had your intentions, and in, and I think especially when it comes to business, dog, you have to know your friends, like. Put your friends in these circles that that they're bad talking about. It. Put yourself in in these circles. So, which friends are you just gonna kick it and shoot the shit with? Yeah. What friends do you know that in 10, 15, 20 years are literally on the same path? Because, like you said before, you got a friend when y'all was was six or seven years old. Y'all was close and lost contact, and now all of a sudden y'all back on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. You have to also know and see that foresight of saying, okay. I know they seriousness about life. Do they look into having a family? Because actually having a family, not necessarily saying you want to, you know, settle down with a wife or just you, you just want a family. It's saying that you want something to look forward to, not just the right now. Yeah. You you, you want legacy. You want to create something to where you're not living day to day, check to check. That's what I love about our generation, I would say, is that, and this is like... I mean, the generation before us, um, you know, a little bit different. And the ones before that are a hell of a lot different. But now it's like, it's cool to be, you know, a black father or to have a family. Like that's the, and it, which it, it took a long time to get here, but, you know, because of social media and other TV shows and everything else, you know, black family and black units have always been around. You can go back to the George Jeffersons, the um, Family Matters. You know, we've always living single, like we've always had, you know, our pockets of black joy. But I think just, you know, now recently, um, even with podcasts like ours, like we represent the family unit. That's what it's about. It's about, you know, raising your kids to be better human beings than you are. Um, It's about, you know, having that that wife, you know, being in that child's life or, you know, finding a way to successfully co-parent whatever the situation may be. But, you know, the child comes first. Um, And I think now the day and age that we live in, that's like, you know, it's celebrated. And I'm, you know, I think that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Like, back in the 90s, that wasn't celebrated. Like, it was the the norm for, like, fathers to, like, you know, pick up their child on the weekend or something. And then, you know, that's that's parenting. But now it's like, you know, you're... You're joint custody. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we, 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 you know, we, we here now. (laughs) So... Um, I definitely, you know, I love, I would say I love that about our generation particularly. And I also, uh, find it funny that even the older generation, so I was getting my, my car fixed, uh, the other day and you know, the the people who fix on older cars are literally older generals. So they was outside talking, we was outside talking and uh, they was just joking with each other, but it was funny and a joking cause he was saying, man, uh, You'll be lucky if you only had five women. You, you, all the women you've been with, you can count on one hand. And it's it's funny in a joking manner, but when you think about it, it's like, is that funny? You know, like if that was his, if that was his standard, like he was like, okay, I'm not gonna mess around with this many women. Not saying that that's what his response was. But if he was a man who's like, nah, man, I I ain't trying to mess around with that many women. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't trying to because the statistics show the more you mess around. The higher the possibility of you catching something. Oh yeah, that's just that's that's the that's the <laughs> and, risk you take. <laughs> and the dude was like, "Nah, man, nah, man. Yeah, I didn't have more women than than I didn't had rims on a car." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's funny, but me being, <laughs> but me being the, I'm like, I know my stance. Like, I know I didn't had a pass, but at the same time, thinking in retrospect, like, you having a daughter." You, that's not something that you really want to be proud of, especially if you find out your future son-in-law didn't have that kind of background too. You 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 already know what type of man he could be. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the time, tricky thing. That is the tricky thing because 
you there's two types either you grow from it or you live in it mm-hmm. so somebody who grows from it you know me you know i got to pass however <laughs> i also you know i've also found a way to you know to leave it in the past yeah but then there's a lot of people who don't so when you hold on to that you know that that caused disruption and you know, unhappiness and everything else. Like, it's just, it's, it's a lot that comes with it. Um, not knocking it because, you know, I've, I've played, I've been in the field many a times. Yeah. I, so I understand from both sides, but I'm just saying when you play with fire, know there's a possibility you might get burnt. <laughs> yeah. not, not burning like, well, yeah, burning that way too, but yeah, yeah you can get burnt though. It's just no, there's a, there's a different, like you live in a different type of, okay. How about this? When, when you're playing those type of games, you live by different type of rules. You're not living under the same jurisdiction, you know, that, you know, the commandments that are set before you. So when you start getting outside of that, you know, there's repercussions that, you know, that you have to deal with. Um, and, you know, whether that's, you know, your significant other finding out or um, having a child in the midst of, you know, being in the field, like there's a ton of different repercussions that can happen for or you know you could just, you know, get get in and get out. Burn everybody you with. You can burn everybody. <laughs> you, you oh you could be you could be successful as shit with it. You can, you could be a pro. Yeah. But you know there's you just live by different laws. So um, and I think we'll we'll probably talk about that more. Uh, but let's let's continue with this conversation. Um, so bringing it back home to what do you stand for? Um, you know, as a man. Ken, I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. what is one thing that you, you know, stand for non-negotiable every day, wake up, like, what's that one thing? Or it could be one word or a mantra or whatever it is. Like, what's that one thing that you stand for that, you know, when you wake up, you, this is you every day. I just be honest with yourself. Like okay. being honest with yourself. And that can go into all different types of categories. Like if you know that you, because we're in the age of technology where we are so, uh, information is so available to us. You can turn on a podcast and listen to something mentally uh, intuitive. You can turn on the computer, Google something. Okay, if I got something like WebMD will tell you exactly what might be wrong with your body. And if you know that you possibly could have uh, parent issues and you just uh, just trying to say, okay, I'm not going to try to tend to this and I'm going to just keep letting the same shit happen. So if you knew your dad beat your mom and you think that's normal or and you know that's not right, but you like, well, I grew up around it. Be honest with yourself. You know that's not you. You know that brought pain to your mama. If you, if your you lied all the time and you living in a certain situation that you know that you're not living in. You you saying this on and that like that's what aggravates me. Being not being honest with yourself. Like, <laughs> you about to start like an old man. <laughs> Look, that's the third time you have talked about that on this one show. <laughs> Just be honest, dog, because we all go through hardships, bro. We in our twenties. Like we're in our twenties, almost to our thirties. I'd be damned if I bring the same stuff from my 20s to my 30s. Like, and then the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. So why continue to do it? It's, and I'll tell you this, the reason why you continue to do it is it's a self-addiction. It's, you know, the same way where people do drugs and people watch porn and people, uh, drink alcohol. That's the same thing for lying. It is just a self-addiction, um, you know, that you're lying to yourself, you know, to make you feel good for whatever it may be. Um, but that's what it is. It's like you've done this over and over. It's almost second nature. It's a, it's a habit for you to do it. Um, and I was even, while you was talking, I was like, damn. I was like, what's the one thing, you know, every day bear? Like, what's the what's the one thing? And I was like, I think for me is that I don't 
bro. I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, a, it's a hard question to answer it's, because it's, it's something do you really got to think about. Yeah. It's, because we can always talk about, okay, I don't condone uh, child pedophilia. I don't condone uh, beating on women. I don't condone this. I don't condone that. But it's like, like you said, put it in words. Like, what won't you just stand on? Like, over and over, you like, come on, dog. I can't. I can't even align myself with that because, to me, people will start associating what you do, what I do. Because, in theory, you are what you hang around. Mm -hmm. And if I'm always hanging around lies and we might have our cheating friends, and sometimes we get categorized as that. But (laughs) you got to know me. You know what I'm saying? You got to know me. It's just some stuff I'm willing to say, okay, look, y'all know that ain't me. Y'all can believe in what y'all want. But it's just some stuff I'm like, nah. Because that's, that's talking about my integrity as a man. Mm-hmm. Because if, if if I can't believe another man, he has no trust. He he has nothing. Bro, you, you would think that, you know what? And I watch a lot of Viking shows. Like, that's that's my biggest thing, bro. It's like you I watch love. Viking shows? It Like, where? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. It's like so many. Matter of fact, if you go to Amazon Prime, there's actually season one through seven. And it's about, bro, these episodes are long, but it's a great show. It's called Vikings. Um, <laughs> it's called Vikings. <laughs> it's called Vikings. Um, but what I love about it is because, you know, they live in a time period where they don't, nothing is contract. Everything is what you say as a man. And right now, so Baron Ironside, who is like the king of uh, Katika, it's a long story. <laughs> he, he, um, he Your was saved. Throne talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saved by King Harold in battle, and King Harold is, you know, he's hurt right now, and his kingdom got overtaken by King Olaf. Right. So he said he has sent some messages and was like. Um, Baron, I need you to come to my to my side. Like, I need you to come fight and help me. He said, remember when I helped you in battle? So now Baron is stuck between, you know, damn, do I go help him? Or because it's not even my problem. But, you know, it's that's the type of mentality. It's like, so he, in, he inevitably, he does go to help him um, or whatever. But, like, I just, I, I find something, like, everything, it resonates with me so much because the loyalty, like, that they had as men, it's like you don't see that nowadays. Like niggas is fickle right now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like very, very fickle. So they ride the wave. Whatever's yeah, popping, it, they hop on that wave. Even that, though, it's like you know, there's no commitment. There's no, there's no, uh, like bro, like I deal with like a lot of people on the daily, but just it's like, you know, people have no. I don't, bro. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> I have no I idea. Think you can be. I think you can be committed to no, though. You can commit to no. Like, if you cannot obligate yourself or know that it's going to take yourself out of a, something that you are doing. So, say if you got a plan, I got class. I got class. And you ask me, hey, Ken, can you come help me change, put 10 on my windows? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Put 10 on my windows. And I'm sitting here saying, yeah, I come, I come, I come. But I, me personally knowing damn well, I got homework. I got to do some studying. I got home chores that I got to attend to. I got kids. And throughout that day, I'm not coming. I know I'm not coming, but I said I committed to it rather than just committing saying, nah, dog. Yeah. And I think people are so quick to always say yes, even in opportunities, because they feel like they're not going to have another one. It's okay to say no, especially yeah. as a man. The older you get, I don't want to obligate myself to most stuff that I don't have to. I don't want to stretch myself. I want to help people. But listen, I'm not trying to overcompensate on nothing. I ain't trying to show. Like, my loyalty is to me, my family, and to my core friends. And my real, and your real friends are going to know, like, okay, Ken got to work. Ken got got class. Ken, you, they know you. They know your day-to-day. They know, might not know your schedule. But, okay, I know he got some stuff to tend to. So, if he tell me now, nah, I know it's not. But it's the one that call you up because they feel like, oh, man, I know. I got a truck. You know how many people call me now? <laughs> Matter of fact, which is hilarious about that. Um, my when my dad was getting his, uh, he has a SUV now. But when he was like, he was going between, okay, do I want a truck? And he said, no, nah, I'm not gonna get a truck. 
because people, same reason, people gonna call him and ask him to help move or whatever, X, Y, Z. Can I use your truck for this? Can I use your truck for that? He said, no, nah, I'm not getting a truck, I'm getting an SUV. So I found that hilarious, because that is actually true. Like, I, I even, I remember my room, you remember Nick? You remember Nick? Yeah. Uh, Nick yeah. had a truck. <laughs> and everybody used to use that truck for whatever, whether it was moving sofas, you know, riding, bro, everybody used to use that truck for whatever. So. Yeah, and then when once you call them and ask them for a favor, like, oh nah, man, I don't think <laughs> it's like, come on, dog, you you using me for what you can get out of me, mm-hmm. and I think some people just don't understand and see that like everybody's not calling on you because they are necessarily a friend. They just want something out of it. They want something out the deal, not necessarily in return. Yeah, you know, like my cousin told me some like a little while ago. He was like. Sometimes you got to charge something to people's head, not their hearts. Because y'all might be cool, y'all might be cordial, but their head is thinking, okay, what can I get out of this? What can I get? But their heart might not necessarily be intended to hurt you. And what's going to hurt you is thinking that they led with their hearts. Because you're like, damn, I would, I would extend myself out for them, and they ain't going to do the same thing for me. Yeah, um... I don't know, man. I think I've kind of weeded all that out by now in my life. Um, you know, I'm pretty, I have that core group of friends. Uh, so it's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's peace in my head. Like that is, that's peace because I don't have to worry about, you know, the, the whole, you know, fickleness around me because everybody, you know, who I rap with is tight. It's a tight ship. Like everybody, you know, they, what they you know they taking care of their kids they you know handling their business they providing so for their family so if you found that so if you found that out of one of your friends right now mm-hmm. wasn't taking care of their kids or they had another child that they just you know that ain't my baby just because you said it ain't your baby don't mean it ain't your baby the blood you know um what would be your steps of coming to that friend initially and if they did not change their actions what would you do? Um, that's the thing because I don't. You don't know the story behind everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So just taking it to for surface level. Yeah, I was gonna say surface. Surface level, you know, just it just depend on the depth of the friendship. Because Best like friend, I said, core friend. I'm talking about like one of your core. Y'all gonna ride to de- y'all gonna ride together, go die together. Y'all bad boys for life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> got to get it together dude <laughs> you got to get it together <laughs> you missing out on some on some good moments man you you missing out you you need to get it together man That's... but then you find but then you find out that they not 2 3 years go on you got to get together dude <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like it's like why why like what is stopping that's the thing and that's that i think that's the biggest question is like that's what i'm saying there's so many layers is, to a situation is, like what that. is stopping you from doing this because sometimes even looking at the past generation it's just awful sometimes they feel defeated and then even when you tell them that you can help them out they still feel defeated like you have those people who have their mindset of defeat like they can't like i can't like my baby mama she take me to court uh, she she do this that bro. Listen, nowadays oh. I know dudes who might be jacked up to their baby mamas, but they get uh half custody. What is it called? Joint custody with their kids. Yeah, even then, I mean, I, and the other part about you know the whole baby mama thing is like now that you've stepped up into the child's life, now you you know you have you have priorities and obligations. So if you've made that known on record, then now you have to, what they'll do is either A, garnish wages or B, garnish wages. <laughs> like mm-hmm. They're going to they gonna get it one way or another. Um, and that's, you know, that's the way the system is set up, you know, especially in the way, you know, essentially that's how it should be for, for the most part. But, you know, they do that. It only, it only creates a broken cycle. It creates a broken cycle when you allow, you know, government and other things to step in place 
versus you know you having that conversation with her yeah or like or him or whatever you know that's the conversation needs to be had like it needs to have be an open conversation because you know where you are in life you you know where you know whether you can afford the the child payments or not but you know if you're trying to do something um yeah you know you should definitely be able to see your child and everything but you know you can't get something for nothing like you can't just yeah. you know drop off diapers every six months and be like yeah. oh you'll never let me see my child I'm like you know you can't Don't be a try yeah so like i think i shared this story before but one of my old coaches he went through a 12-year battle with his ex-wife he went through jail he went to jail he lost a bunch of money but after 12 years he was able to get full custody of his kids mm-hmm. but his thing is like if you really want your kids bro you're gonna go through hell and hot water to go get your kids you know did what he, kind of situation they in. He should. Did he sue for um for back pain? For uh, I don't know. I don't know the depths of that, but I know after a, a while. I'm just curious. She, 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 it was like it was a bad situation. It was one of them. You know, the mom really wasn't fit. Well, she was fit in the court size, but she was you know doing some outlandish stuff. But that's the thing, yeah. though. They they give you know, especially as um black and Moorish men, is that you know we are looked at differently in the court of law but fight dog but fight that's that's what's gonna set you apart from somebody else just saying ah oh, man they gonna win but let me tell you this this is i'm trying to look this i'm gonna tell you this is the cycle though because when you're dealing with somebody you know typically i'm not gonna say in all situations but somebody like that they normally have you know something uh, on their record or offense that they don't want to you know their interaction with the judicial system is not a good one so yeah. if you know if that's the case and you might already have a warrant out for whatever reason it may be but it's like now if you're going that route now you're you're basically like walking yourself into entrapment so this is you know it's a cycle on why you know fathers are you know staying away from their kids and not even really figuring out if you know if the child is theirs or not is because there's a lot of repercussions, you know, financially, um, going to jail. Uh, but, you know, all this happens, you know, because you, for one, don't have the open and honest conversation with her. Um, and then two, you don't, you, you're sleeping with the wrong people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's, the, that's the first, that's the first thing. Before we end this, I seen a TikTok the other day, this chick said, uh, a lot of people bash me because I got six baby daddies. I got six kids, six baby, six baby daddies. She was like, and I talk about the ones who got six kids, one baby daddy. She said I can get twenty three percent of their paycheck from six different men, rather than you getting seventeen percent of child support from one baby daddy for six kids. Oof. So basically, she basically said that she makes almost was it like. Fifteen hundred dollars more in child support. Wow. Like what? Wow, that's <laughs> that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> like, okay, you got six baby daddies. Okay, now I'm pretty sure now we're gonna roll the dice. Out of six, two of them ain't gonna be there. I I even go higher. My but bro, I've seen bro. I I follow people like that on social media. You know they got six, five and six kids, different daddies. I'm like. Like some, some things are red flags, but yeah. you know, in the midst of lust. Now you know, to be devil's advocate. Huh? Now if a chick got six kids, some gotta be good. I, I, boy, I, I, let me get to that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm about to say like in the midst of lust, you ain't gonna care. Cause that that's like, while some things are red flags, some things are also green flags. <laughs> You're like, what's under that tank? What's under that hood? <laughs> Like you, like you hit no, it. We ain't gonna say green flag. We are gonna say yellow flag. Just slow it down. Just yellow flag. You, you're curious. You're like, oh, there's got to be something under that hood. Next thing you know, your ass is number seven. Yeah, or eight at the same time. You could have twins. <sighs> hey, <laughs> but uh, all no. Nah, I just want to say, as far especially as men in in the millennial generation, just understand. Just do this as homework. Just know and write down what you stand on as a man. What you stand on as a human, what you stand on as a person, uh, that's why everybody have different positions. Some you you got some people that care for the homeless, you got some people that care for women and children, you got some people that 
clean up the environment. Like everybody can't do the same job. So uh, just know what you stand for in life because that's what's honestly going to set you apart from other people and to be a leader rather than just being a follower because leaders know where they want to go. Followers are looking for direction. And on that note, y'all make sure y'all go to www.barenbeard.club and get you some beard oil essentials. We are moving into the summer months. It is about to get nice and hot. So that means it is beard growing season, especially for my dudes over. I can't how much you weigh. I'm fluctuating. Bro, I done lost 10 pounds. So I'm 167 now. All right, people above 180, <laughs> y'all get a 10% discount. Just hit me up. <laughs> what? How do you, would somebody got to see you somewhere on the scale? <laughs> yeah, just take a picture of your scale and shoot me a, a DM. I'm going to give you a 10% discount. <laughs> what is the, oh my God, the 180 discount. 180 discount. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And for those who want to go get some good New Orleans cuisine, make sure y'all go to Bourbon Street Po' Boys, go get the Hot Link sandwich, the catfish the shrimp po' boys all that yeah bro i'm in there at least twice a week sad to say yeah they they got a banging i'm gonna have to start working out yeah they got a banging chicken sandwich so all the people who trying to do the protein you know good proteins go get the chicken sandwich i promise you you won't be disappointed and even if you're on a diet you could just get the chicken sandwich without the bun so now you can put it on your salad see yeah that's an option as well that's an option as well yeah. Uh, and also make sure y'all go follow subscribe to us on all social media platforms at dad zombie that's d-a-w-d-z-o-m-b-i to the e uh yeah yeah and make sure y'all go follow me on instagram twitter tiktok at king king underscore that's k-y-n-g-k-e-n underscore under every 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 score and go check me out at baron beard listen you know I've had people that say bear and beard. Really? Yeah. It's, it's bear and beard. Like, every beard begins with bear. Roar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> From your boy Ken. And bear with the beard. We out. <laughs>